Welcome. This is WNZN Radio from Lorain, Ohio. Very happy you tuned in today. We hope that uh, this is another interesting topic we're going to cover today. Here with David Abood, my good friend and hey, assistant. Hey, John. Great to be here again. Another good day. It sure and is. A good lineup coming up on the show. Yeah. I know we have a couple interviews with uh, missionaries and yeah. projects that are overseas. We're looking at that maybe next week. And then as we go towards the Easter week we want to do a special on prophecy at the crucifixion and look at five reasons to prove the resurrection so those are all coming up but we are happy that you tuned in today as we get started on this uh, this particular topic which is really an interesting topic david because yeah a lot of people ask this question why am i not getting my prayers answered yes. why am i it's a really good question sure you know is. and you know, i, I people, ask that question yeah people yeah. pray right. and there's actually we don't know everything mm -hmm. because it, you know it, there's a lot of mystery connected with prayer but there are some reasons given in the bible right. why god doesn't answer prayer or why there's a delay and some of the reasons we'll look at near the end of the show why god does answer or what prayers you know, seem to get through or, or mm -hmm. you know, when we're praying within the will of God. So we'll start off on that. And um, uh -huh. that's why we always start the radio show with, <laughs> with prayer. prayer. We want the prayer to go really well. <laughs> yeah. But anyhow, if, you, if you're listening in, again, this is 89.1 FM on the radio station. If you have any problems, any static or anything, you can just go to www.wnzn.org. That's WNZN.org, and you can just get it right there. That's what's uh, easier to get, depending on the signal. It's coming from Lorraine towards Toledo down southern Ohio. Mm -hmm. It touches in on the west side of Cleveland a little bit. So having said that, we're going to look at uh, the question, well, why are not my prayers getting answered? Or why a specific prayer of mine is not getting answered? And first of all, I just want to set the table a little bit, David, and say that uh, one of the reasons right out of the gate is it says in John in James chapter one, you have not because you ask not. Yes. So one reason yeah. Yeah. is we just don't ask and yes. God wants us to ask. Mm -hmm. He's our heavenly father. Mm -hmm. uh, we're his children. Now, I want to preface all this by saying uh, to, to really have a relationship with God, you have to be a believer. In other right. words, you have to have come to God through Jesus Christ and you become a child of God. Yes. That's why it says in John chapter one. To as many as received him, to them he gave the privilege to become a child of God. Yes. Now, Amen. if you're not a if you're not a Christian, if you're not a born again believer, you're indwelt with the Holy Spirit. You have new life in Christ. Uh, then, then that's your first prayer. You want to get in the family, so mm -hmm. to speak. Yeah. So basically, I'm talking, or we're talking today. This is believers, right? Yeah. We'll talk more about unbelievers in a minute. But if you're not a believer yet, I want to just preface that and say this, this is a little bit different. We're specifically talking to Christians. But then again, the first prayer you can pray if you're not a believer and you're listening to this program this, 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 this afternoon is to pray uh, and ask God uh, to forgive you and receive right. Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior and become right. a child of God. Yes. Okay. Now, uh, what are the biblical reasons for unanswered prayer? Now, there's a couple, but I mean, a couple big ones are uh, iniquity. In other words, sin. If we have mm -hmm. known sin in our life, uh, that is going to be uh, a big issue, to mm -hmm. say the least. It says in Isaiah 59, verse 2, But your iniquities have made a separation between you and your God, and your sins have hidden his face from you so that he does not hear you. Yes. So there you have the yeah. first, maybe you might want to add something to that, David, but there you have the first person right out of the gate 
is that um, if we if we're in sin, if we have known sin in our life, and we're praying, um, right, then then it's it, it's an issue. It would be a little like uh, I used to go speak at mission conferences at colleges and that and. Many times they would want to know the student was getting ready to graduate. Yeah. Uh, what is God's will for my life? I'm praying on a career path, or should I be involved with this or that? But if they're living with their girlfriend and they're in sin, well, that prayer, you might not expect to get answered with any real clarity yes. until you get the issue of the sin cleared up mm-hmm. and get in right standing with God. Mm-hmm. So sin can be a big problem. It says in Psalm 66, verse 18, if I had cherished sin in my heart, the Lord would not have listened to me. That's Psalm sixty-six, eighteen, and uh, you'll yeah. see this all through. Maybe yeah. you want to add well, to that, David. Well, you know, I think it's important. You know, another uh, uh, scripture verse I like is Proverbs twenty-eight, nine. If anyone turns a deaf ear to my instruction, even their prayers are detestable. Mm-hmm. If we're not interested in the things of God and growing as Christians, as you said, John nor the revelation of scripture, then God's telling us he's not interested in listening. It'd be like me going to my father when I was young and, you know, throwing a hissy fit, uh, you know, messing up the basement or refusing to do any chores. And then I asked for a favor. Mm -hmm. it's, 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 It's very similar in that regard. You have to have a strong relationship with him and you have to invest in the relationship. And as you said, he needs to know that your heart is is clean and pure what when you're asking for these uh for these gifts and grace and uh, mercy is typically what's involved in my prayers yeah now so, now yeah. just to put a little uh footnote on all of these things we're talking about yeah the thing to remember is god is omnipresent yeah so he does the, if a sinner prays does he hear yeah he sees everybody he knows everybody he knows our, our the thoughts of our heart it says in yeah. the scripture even before we think it, he knows. Jesus says he knows your needs. Right. Even before you you express those needs, because God is omnipresent. And I want to just mm-hmm. read about this. So, don't get me wrong. If you're an unbeliever and you're listening to this today, God hears your prayer. But the issue is answering a prayer. Are we in right relation to receive yeah. from Him? And here's what it says in the Scripture concerning God's omnipresence. I think it's very important. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's Psalm 139. Oh Lord, you have searched me and known me. You know my sitting down and my rising up. You understand my thoughts from far off. You comprehend my path and my lying down. You are acquainted with all my ways, and there is not a word on my tongue. But behold, O Lord, you know it all together. See, he's saying here, yes. you know everything about me. You know right. my thoughts. You yeah. know my where I'm moving yep. to and mm-hmm. walking to. You have hedged me behind and before and laid your hand upon me. Mm-hmm. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me. It is high. I cannot attain it. Where can I go from your spirit? Or where can I flee from your presence? Again, that's yeah. for all people. They're, we're in the presence of God. If I ascend to heaven, you are there. If I make my bed in hell, behold, you are there. If I take the wings of the morning and dwell in the uttermost parts of the earth, see, even there your hand shall lead me and your right hand shall hold me. So he's saying yes. yeah. God is everywhere. Right. God hears yeah. every prayer. God sees he a, sees a little tiny bird yeah. that falls to the ground. Mm-hmm. It says in Acts chapter 17 regarding God, mm-hmm. In him we move uh, and have our very being. In him mm-hmm. we live and move and have our being. So yeah. I'm just saying that to be mindful that even sinners, God knows where you're at. He knows what you're going through. Um, he, he loves you. He cares for yes. you. However, sin is a barrier. Uh, 
Go on, David. Yeah, you know, so I was thinking about the wickedness, you know, in my own heart because, uh, you know, I, I, I will say, even when I'm praying, I guess, John, you know, are we talking about, you know, grudges or, you know, things that we hold against other people too? We, we, we have to really try and forgive them. Well, one of the things that I talk to you about, and I'm trying to do it now, is when I have bad feelings towards people that are in my networker community, I pray for them. And even though it doesn't seem like I've let it fully go from my heart, uh-huh. at least I'm I'm trying to go through the process to help myself move forward in a forgiving manner to get the wickedness, the way I think about them, out of my heart. Right. And so uh, Psalm 66 says, if I had cherished iniquity in my heart, the Lord would not have listened. Mm-hmm. And so... Um, you know, uh, that's really how I try to do it. Is is that is that a good way to approach it? Yeah, because but, but before we ask for prayer, if you feel something's in your heart that's that's wicked or against someone, you can pray for them and then ask for your prayer. Right. In other words, the the psalmist says, "Search me, O Lord, right, to see if there be any unclean thing in me." In other words, yeah, search me, my heart. We don't even know our heart half the time. You know what's going on in there, but uh, our no. Lord says. Um, he says, okay, he says, if you bring a gift to the altar and there you remember that your brother has something against you, yep. leave your gift there before the altar and go be reconciled to your brother <clears throat> and, and then come and offer your gift. Now, that's uh, the altar was a place of sacrifice, a place of yeah. prayer. But he's saying, before you come and, and yep. petition God, or mm-hmm. you, then go make things right with your brother. That's why when you see the, the perfect prayer, if you will, the Our Father, yes. We'll go over this in a minute, yeah. but he says, forgive us our trespasses as, as we, we forgive, forgive those who trespass, trespass against us. Yeah. That's a very important thing, yeah. especially for believers, because as a Christian, we probably wouldn't be stealing and getting yeah. drunk and selling yeah. drugs. or these. Yes. But this idea yeah. of forgiveness yeah. or division or gossip, or these are real sins, and we want to have a real clean heart yes. before we go to God. And that's one of the things he says to do when you come to him. Mm-hmm. And that's why it says in James, draw near to God and James, he will draw near. Uh, James chapter 4. Okay. I'm just picking up on yeah. what you're saying, this thread, this mm-hmm. little bit of thread we got going. Um, he says, uh, okay, he says, this, but, but God gives more grace, therefore he says, God resists the proud. Now, this is another issue of un- yeah. is, is pride. Yeah. One of the keys consistent through the scripture mm-hmm. is humility, yes. is bended knee. That's why often the posture of prayer is kneeling. You don't always have to kneel. We can pray mm-hmm. sitting down mm-hmm. or standing up. But uh, humility is big. If, if I'm proud, Jesus says two men go to the temple. One gets up in a big scene. He says, look at me. I tied my money. I do this. Yeah. I do that. <laughs> And, you know, mm-hmm. and I'm not like the guy over there. Yeah. And the poor guy over there says, Lord, forgive me, I'm a sinner. Right. Well, the one with pride didn't receive anything. The other that admitted he was a sinner went away satisfied. It says this in James. God resists the proud. He gives grace to the humble. Mm-hmm. Therefore, submit to God. In other words, come under his authority. Yes. Resist the devil. He will flee from you. Draw not near to God. He will draw near to you. Mm-hmm. Cleanse your hands, often that means our conduct, our behavior, you sinners, and purify your hearts, you double-minded. So he's saying inside and outside, our conduct, our behavior, 
we want to be in right standing with God. Yes. And then inwardly, right. our heart, mm-hmm. we want it to be right. To your question, like yeah, if right. we have unforgiveness yeah, or bitterness, right. yeah. it's these things are like everyday life. I yes. mean, we go through life mm-hmm. and we, we get yeah. in situations. That's why God wants us to come to him. It says in 1 John mm-hmm. chapter 5, uh, 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 if we say that we have no sin, we lie and the truth is not in us. But if we confess our sins, God is faithful and just to forgive us all yes. our sins. That's First John chapter 1, verse 5. And so there you see there's the remedy. So if you're a believer and you know you have sin, okay, make it right. It might just be an etern- internal sin. Yeah. It might just be within our mm-hmm. thought life, our imagination. Right. Right. Or it might involve another person mm-hmm. where you have to, I don't know, be reconciled, get forgiveness. Right. But this key on relationships and broken relationships mm-hmm is key so when you study the lord's prayer and he says our father who art in heaven hallowed be thy name Uh, thy kingdom come thy will so there's three things there number one we want to glorify god's name with our life and behavior number two we want his kingdom to come in other words starting with us we Uh want his kingly authority over our life one Uh day it's going to be over the whole earth Mm -hmm. he's cast satan into hell and all this other and then it says um thy will be done on earth that we want yeah. his will done then it says give us this day our day then we right. ask right you know what for, are our needs right yeah food work shelter favor you name it and then it says uh, forgive me my trespasses as i forgive those who trespass against yes. me so i'm asking for forgiveness but i have to extend forgiveness that's a very important thing yeah lead us not into temptation that's a real prayer but deliver us from, from evil, evil. Now, that's a real prayer. We should pray because we live in a fallen Mm -hmm. world. And Satan has traps out there, especially for believers, because he wants to destroy your witness. Lead lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Right. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the Mm -hmm. glory now and forever. So you see these model prayers have these kind of uh, conditions and encouragements because God wants us to have an effectual prayer he, life. He does. He really does. And he's taught us how to do it. And he, yeah, Luke, Luke 11, too, as you said, um, where, you know, um, the Bible clearly reveals God's will to be, you know, and as you said, when you pray, say, Father, hallowed be your name. But our prayer should be focused on things that honor and glorify God and reflect what the Bible clearly reveals. And that's, so what, what, what Marilyn and I do is, Every night, too, we say in our Father after mm-hmm. our prayers, you know, we thank him for the day. We thank him for all of his blessings and his mercy that we're not worthy of and grace. Mm-hmm. And, and then we say in our Father, and i got to tell you, after we're done with the Our Father, it's really relaxing. Oh, yeah. It, it's like, you know, we're following Jesus, Jesus' prayer to his Father. He taught us. What, that, that's when the... You know, even the apostles, they didn't know how to pray. And that's why they asked Christ, yeah. can you show us how to pray? Yeah, and he offers a pattern. And there it is, and he gave yeah. us the prayer. And it, it's, it's all embedded in there. It's got all the elements yeah. because it starts with God. Yes. You know, the first thing you'd mm-hmm. want to do is hallow his name. In other yeah. words, bring glory to your life, brings mm-hmm. glory to your heavenly father. Just like on this earthly life, you want to bring honor to your your last aboods or Martha. Mm-hmm. You, you want your children mm-hmm. to bring that's your legacy, and yes. you know. So how much more so, our heavenly Father? We want to bring honor right. to His name, but then for provision, yeah. forgiveness, right. protection, mm-hmm. all of these elements are in there. Yeah, it's powerful. It that's is. why, really, when you're a believer, you got like insights into this. That thing is so small, that little thing, mm-hmm. but it's so powerful. Yeah. It's like 
it's like a, I don't know, it's almost like a nuclear atom with all these little yeah. particles in it. Each one has something for, he said that 2,000 years ago, and it's, we're in this state, we're in the, making this thing right now, this is that applicable right now, right here. Yeah, and he gave us the Holy Spirit too, and I think one of the things you taught me, John, is I've been walking with you as my mentor, is, you know, you said God knows what's in our heart and what we need all the time. Mm -hmm. So even if you're starting off and you don't know how to pray, say the Our Father. Yeah. Just start doing that every evening. Um, you know, and, and, and then you can, when you get more into the Word, you'll be able to pick up on certain things. But that, as you said, that prayer is about as good as it gets. Oh, it's dynamite. It, it's, it includes everything. Yeah, there's a lot, yeah. lot there. So just on this idea of relationships and iniquity, now this is a very important one, and it's in First Peter chapter 3. Uh, it says, um, oh, that's a good for a married couple, yeah. it says, okay, um, now, husbands, it says, love your wives, uh -huh. okay, as Christ loved them. That that's actually uh, comes before it, but that's in uh, uh, Ephesians, you know, right. uh, as, as, as Christ loved the church. But when he gets here... He's going to be talking about the fact that in the normal everyday of um, husbands and wives, we have to guard the idea that um, we, we have to make sure the relationship is always solid. Yeah. Um, that's why he says here, husbands, dwell with your wives with understanding. Kind of like, mm -hmm. you know, understanding. Okay. Mm -hmm. Give honor to the wife as the weaker vessel. See, that's not popular in today's culture. Mm -hmm. But it's the woman that's going to bear the child. It's the woman that's going to nurture the child. It's the woman that's going to, the guy goes off to work or whatever, and they're just physically weaker. You know, that's not, we're still equal. Just, you know, just, but we're different, just like the Trinity. The Father is not the Son. The Son is not the Holy Spirit. But they're all equally God. There's one God, eternally, mm -hmm. communion in three eternal persons. So, too, the husband, the wife, the child, they're in a really interesting kind of relationship yeah. that we're told clearly husbands help the wife as being heirs together of great in other words we're, we're, we receive this inheritance when you get married and you become christians you got an inheritance god's going to start blessing your your life your children your the works of your hands your prayers are answered right do this he says so that your prayers are not hindered right now why are a lot of christians married couples having problems and don't see answers to prayer. It could be right here. Absolutely, yeah. and, you know, it could Absolutely. be right here yeah. because it's almost like a. Uh, uh, you can have a really powerful race car, right? Engine, transmission, mm -hmm. tires. But if there's a crimp in that gas line, it might still be getting gas and it's right. going, but it's not going on full no. full speed because no. there's a pinch. It's crimped, yeah. and we don't want to crimp that that channel of grace that God wants to give us. It's not that He's doesn't want to give us this yeah. he wants to but uh, this is a big deal yeah you know one of the things too is you know the famous saying never go to bed angry mm. and and that's a hard one <laughs> mm. because you know especially when you're raising kids there's times where you're tired you know you have a work day you know you're dealing with certain things and you just want to go to bed and when you're angry yep. you, and you're tired and but you know that kind of stuff it, it's it really is true. I mean, this all ties in. You're not going to have a good prayer life if bad things are happening in your house on a regular basis, and then you're wondering why God isn't answering any prayers. Right, it right, doesn't work that way. Right. 
But it's common sense, too. And especially Um, when you get two people on the same page in agreement. The Bible says in Hosea, how can Amos, how can two walk together unless they be agreed? When you're in agreement and there's unity, there's power. Yes. Because your prayers are two times two now. If right. you see what I'm saying. Right. And we got a lot right. to pray for as parents, as as couples, maybe children going off getting married, maybe you're starting a business, maybe you're yes. thinking about a house, maybe you gotta move, maybe you got elderly parents. We got all kinds of things, oh, heck right? Yeah. Heck so yeah. you wanna maintain. Yeah. We wanna I'm, do everything we can do so that God will do everything that we cannot do. Yeah, exactly. But Jesus is in in our marriage, right? It's the mm-hmm. three stranded rope. Uh-huh. And uh, when when you get married as a Christian, He's in the middle of it to keep you connected. Think how powerful that is. Oh yeah. To have Him in there, and so you know, one of the things that that I think about is when I think about that for just a few minutes, it kind of changes my per- perspective on you know how I'm responding to my wife or what I'm doing in the house. Because he's watching, he's a part of the the relationship. Having said that, I'm human, and you know um, I'm also a Type A personality. So you're kind of gauging your temperament too, and it's hard. But you know it isn't. It isn't hard. You, you know when I think more about this, it is much easier to release your anger and everything else to God, just like Jesus did in Gethsemane, mm-hmm. where, you know, he was, uh, you know, sweating blood. He didn't want to go on the cross. We'll touch on that later. But he just decided, I'll just give it to you, Father. Right. And it right. relieved him of the anxiety of it. Yeah. And I, I'm sure he was still thinking about it because he was fully human. But th- there's a lot to that. When you just give it to God, it makes things so much better. Yeah. I, and again, I, if people don't, a, if you're not a believer and you mm-hmm. don't know the Word of God, that's why poor couples get in, in such a quagmire. One little argument could, could oh, yeah. spark to a larger argument. Before you know it, it's just right. snowballing. Right. Because at least we have this instruction. Yes. You know, we can come back to it. doesn't mean our relationships are always perfect and always flowing in har- yeah. on harmony. But at least we know, okay, here's what the Word of God says. Yeah. It lays it out here. And then... Uh, one of the, the, the incentives yeah. for this is we want to have a, a powerful prayer life. Well, so, John, one of the things you taught me uh, when we were when I was early in the walk, and I noticed I would be bringing problems into you left and right. Well, you know, I'm seeing this, I'm seeing mm. this. You know, what do you think? And the first thing you would always say, it wasn't a panic in your voice. You were always straight equilibrium. You know, mm. you, you might get a uh-huh, little sure. bit riled up on some stuff, but it was still equilibrium. And then you would say, let's pray. And by doing that, it relieves so much of the stress. And again, we're putting it up to our Father, mm-hmm. which relieves us of the anxiety of it. Yeah. Because if you are truly a Christian and you're walking in His way and you're in the Word, the big thing with getting answered prayers to is God wants to know we trust Him fully. Right. And so, you know, when I was doing the prep for this show, I looked at a lot of speakers like Billy Graham, R.C. Sprawl, all these guys, about what they said about unanswered prayer. And they said, you know, sometimes you'll get prayers answered immediately. Sometimes you'll get prayers answered over years. I've experienced both. Yeah, right, right. And sometimes you won't even see prayers answered. But the bottom line is God has a plan, and he sees everything he knows if he's going to give us something. He looks at the repercussions of it 
all the way through downstream. Right. How it's going to affect us, our offspring, our whatever it is. And so that's the trusting part that is hard. And sometimes you get angry when your prayers are not answered. Yeah, and I yeah. think it's a good thing to remember that God is a father. Yes. You know, he's yeah. he's a good God. He's a good father. Mm -hmm. And he says here, um, verse in Hebrews chapter 4, verse 15, For we do not have a high priest who cannot sympathize with our weaknesses, but was at all points tempted as we are, yet without sin. Let us therefore come boldly to the throne of grace, mm -hmm. that we might obtain mercy and find grace and help in the time of need. So it's like invitational. He wants us, like any good father wants his children to go to him if they got yeah. issues or a need or a problem. So to our Heavenly Father does too. He, this constantly, like I said, draw nigh to God, he will draw nigh to you. He wants to come. Now, one of the things, again, we'll look at this and then uh -huh. move to another area of unanswered prayer. Sure. But one of the problems, of course, is this whole idea of sin. If there's active sin in our life, continual sin in our life, uh, we must confess it. We must repent. We must move off from it because it's dragging us down. Yeah. Here, that's why it says in, um, again, it says in uh, Romans, lay aside every weight of sin that so easily besets you. I'm sorry, that's in Hebrews chapter uh -huh. 12. Here's what it says here in Isaiah 1. When you come to appear before me, who, who has required this from your hand to trample in my courts? Bring no more futile sacrifice, incense, abomination. So he's upset with these people. I cannot endure iniquity and the sacred meeting. Your new moon, your appointed feast, my soul hates. They are a trouble to me. I am weary of hearing them. When you spread out your hands, I will hide my eyes from you. Even though you make many prayers, I will not hear you. Mm. You see what I'm saying? Yes. It's blockage. There's blockage mm -hmm. here. But now, just a couple verses down, it says uh -huh. this. Come now, let us reason together. He just told them how sinful they were. Now he's saying, <laughs> yeah. says, though your sins be as scarlet, they shall be as white as snow. Though they may be red like crimson, they shall be as wool. If you are willing and obedient, you shall eat the good of the land. In mm -hmm. other words, see your prayers answered. So God is not trying to be cruel no. or uh, mean. He's just saying, here's the situation. You're really out of sorts. You don't have a relationship with me. All these sins are blocking you coming to me. Yeah. Get rid of them. Ask forgiveness. Repent. Come to me, and I will answer your prayer. He wants to He wants to give us our heart's desires. Right. It's that right. simple. Right. So well, we might come yeah. back and revisit, but let's yeah. look at some other ones. You mentioned one. Well, go on, David. I have a good one. Uh, you know, uh, when I think about, when I thought about this show, there were two big ones I thought about. I thought about in John 11 where Mary and Martha wanted Jesus to heal their dying brother, Lazarus. Right. And Jesus, I don't want to say he took his time, but he kind of did. Uh-huh. And um, everybody was like, why did he wait so long to come? Lazarus dies, but, um, you know, why did he say no to the grieving women who loved him? Because there was a much greater plan for Lazarus. Right. Jesus came and rose him from the dead. Right. So think about that. There was a much bigger plan. And so sometimes when we pray... Even though we don't get the answer we want, sometimes God has a much bigger plan for us. And he'll deliver something to us that was even greater than what we ever expected. And you and I have seen some of that oh, yeah. in our own lives. And Martha thought, yeah. she almost said, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would, right. wouldn't have died. And that's the this is the testing of faith, mm -hmm. is the idea. It, mm -hmm. He didn't come immediately. No. He took him four days. Yes. 
but he, his timing was perfect right. because that would be a powerful miracle right before our Lord went to yeah. Jerusalem and would die on the cross. But it's this idea: um, prayers aren't prayers a mystery. We don't always understand how they're answered and what manner they're answered. Right. Sometimes they're not. Here's one. Yeah. With Paul in Second Corinthians chapter twelve, verse seven, he says. Um, Lest I should be exalted above measure by the abundance of the revelation, a thorn in the flesh was given to me, a messenger of Satan to buffet me, lest I be exalted above measure. Mm -hmm. Concerning this, I pleaded with the Lord three times that it might depart from me. See what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. He prayed, he prayed, Mm -hmm. he prayed, and it didn't because God needed that because Paul was just, he was just getting revelations, he was doing a miracle, he's taking the gospel all through Europe. And it might have been a way to keep them grounded. Yeah. Or Whatever this be. was, we're not real sure. Yeah. But it's physical. It sounds physical. And, and you know, um, one of my uh, one of my favorite quotes because when I um, when I think about everything you just said, it's God's knowledge is well above our understanding. In Isaiah fifty five eight nine, for my thoughts are not your thoughts, nor are your ways my ways, says the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways. And my thoughts than your thoughts. Right, right. And so when I pray that verse, it then gives me some comfort that he's either got a better plan or he's going to do something even more miraculous. Right. And that's the way I think about it. Right. Yeah. And sometimes the waiting yeah. is developing our faith. Yes. Uh, if you think of the widow yes. woman, Jesus gives the parable, comes uh-huh. to the unjust judge, she keeps knocking. He doesn't. What is? He doesn't care for this widow. It says he doesn't care for God or man, mm-hmm. but she keeps persistent, persistent, persistent. Right. And I think this is a big thing for us today because we live in a culture yeah. of texting and microwaves yeah. and instant yeah. popcorn and all this yeah. everything real quick, 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 quick. There's a part of praying that requires time and dwelling and waiting and being in God's presence. That's why when Jesus says, "When you pray." Go into your closet, go privately, mm-hmm. shut the door. Yeah. God will see in secret. He'll reward you openly. Now, a lot of us believers are good when we're in a group. And it's good to be in a group because a group encourages mm-hmm. you to pray. That's, you know. Mm-hmm. But uh, there's so many things that God wants to do in our lives as individuals. And we can become, according to the scriptures, we can draw closer and closer to God and see more and more prayers answered. And people, even unbelievers, are attracted to that. Yeah. And they'll go to you and say, hey, would you pray for this? Mm-hmm. Would you pray for that? Because yeah. they got you got a reputation. Mm-hmm. Not a, the, anything of our own strength or yeah. whatever, but because God is moving and we want to be in that place, he hears and answers prayer. I, I think that's an excellent point because when you think about, you know, can I truly support the science and say that Jesus is the Son of God. Uh-huh. You know, I, I, I'm not as technical. I can bring up a lot of stuff to verify from Scripture that he did die and that he did rise from uh, the dead, right? But when you think about it, I think the biggest thing that I can say to support the fact that Jesus is the Son of God is how he has transformed people in their lives. Oh, yeah. Transformation's big. Yes. And, and you saw that with the apostles. I've seen it with myself, my family, you know, our network. That is the biggest thing. That's huge. That's the biggest thing. And, and I mean, yeah, this this is 2,000 years later, right? And, and these yeah. drunkards become yeah. sober. Impure people yeah. become clean. Right. 
uh, people that swore will never swear again. Mm -hmm. God used them to preach and share the gospel. People that stole don't steal anymore. What is causing that transformation? They're not being yeah. put through a program like, yeah. you know, they're, they're just, something happened and they mm -hmm. touched them and his holiness is now dwelling in a believer. And like you say, David, I mean, here's what happens. He sends his apostles out and yeah. he sends them out. He says, go uh, heal the sick, cast out demons, preach the gospel. And they yeah. come back and they go, we can't believe it. Even the <laughs> demons are subject to your name. And he says, don't marvel at that, but rather marvel that your names are written in the book of life. In other words, the transformational mm -hmm. issue. Yeah. And that's a powerful thing. And each Christian, because we're dwelt with the Holy Spirit, we have, and we're a temple. In the old days, in the Old Testament, there's only one temple that was in Jerusalem where God right. dwelt. Uh -huh. Now he's in every believer. You know, the Bible says we hold this heavenly treasure in earthen vessels. So we're both a priest, we can offer spiritual sacrifices, right. we can intercede for others, we can pray, we can offer thanksgiving. But we can draw closer and closer to God. I'll give you an example. When Moses goes up on the holy mount, remember he was in God's presence mm -hmm. and he came down. Mm -hmm. What was different about him? Well, um, it his face was he totally, radiated. Yeah, he radi totally he was, different. He, he like he was in the presence. There of you the Lord. go. And yeah. he was carrying some of the presence yes. away. Now in Chernobyl, yeah. when that meltdown happened, the nuclear plant, right. they scientists would go in. Uh -huh. with a type of a Geiger counter, mm -hmm. and it would measure radiation. Yeah. And if you were real close to the radiation, it would it would go off the scale. The fur They could tell the further away you were. Well, think of that in terms of God. The closer we get to Him, we can be radiated, so yeah, to speak, with right. His presence yeah. and carry that with us yes. when we go out to the workday world and everywhere else. And, and the more we see prayers answered, you know, it it gives you, it gives you strength. Oh, yeah. And perseverance. And, you know, sometimes... Uh, but, you know, some people are scared to pray. I, I, I like this one quote. He was an English Bible teacher, A.W. Pink. He said, most Christians expect little from God, ask little, and therefore receive little and are content with little. Yeah. And you always told me that. You said, if you're going in front of a king. No <laughs> small petitions bring. Right. That's a poem. Yeah. yeah. So, um, but boy, is that so true? It, it, it's it's yeah. true because. Yeah. He's asking us, come yeah. unto me, you see, and, right. and he wants to display his, uh, by this my Father is glorified, yeah. you see. Right. So the idea being that, again, I go back to the original, why mm -hmm. are prayers answered? Well, maybe we don't ask. Ask not, you, yes. you have not because you ask not. Right. The other reason is, David, often people treat Jesus almost like a genie in a bottle. Yeah. He's on the shelf. Yeah. If I really, I'm going to take, I can take That's care of everything true. here, yeah. but I got a problem. The business is failing. My child's sick. Yeah. This is happening. Let me get them down. Rub this, you know, pray, pray, pray. Get people to pray. Well, that's not bad. But what we want to do is cultivate a daily prayer habit yes. that will be ready when these big mm -hmm. necessities, often the big necessities might be in the life of another person mm -hmm. that knows you're a daily prayer and they'll come to you. Right. We've seen this time yes. and again yes. with the men's fellowship yes. that guys are really out of sorts, but they'll come to people that know how to mm -hmm. pray. And they'll go pray. I might lose my job. I'm going through mm -hmm. bankruptcy. I got mm -hmm. this going on. And but they, they, but we tell them, don't don't treat our Lord like like a cosmic yeah. bellhopper. So you just ring for room service when you absolutely yeah. need him. He wants you to abide in him. That his word abides in you. And then Jesus says, you will ask what you want, and it'll be granted to you. You see, if if, if I'm completely candid, um, one of the things that's still hard for me. 
but you just have to do it. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like uh, training for a marathon. You just have to exercise it, and it'll become natural. At the end of a prayer, when I say, Father, let your will be done, not mine. Mm -hmm. and sometimes I don't want to say that yeah. because <laughs> I don't want to hear no. Yeah. And so, But I got to tell you, that's what it's all about. That is the secret sauce. It has to be his will. And you can pray for whatever you want. You, you know, you, the, there's a lot of little tools, as John brought up. But really, you want to say that, I, we typically will say that after every prayer now. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, mostly, um, you know, let his let your will be done, Father. Right. And uh, that's so important, John, right? Yeah. I mean... You, you, so God knows that we know it's up to him. Yeah, it's up to him. Yeah. A, a classic example of that is Jesus at the yes. Garden of Gethsemane. Yes. Three times he prays, Father, yes. if it be thy will, take this, this cup, cup from me, the cup me. of suffering. Yeah, and, and he sweated blood. Oh, yeah. And, and then it says, at the yeah. end, he said, nevertheless, yeah. not my will, but thy will be done. Yes. And so you don't, um, right. you don't know. It, it says this, it says, um, yeah. now, um, if but, but we you know, John, John, that is, I don't think, that is huge. I mean, we can, we can move on, but the Son of God, yeah. you know, um, he, it, the, the trust he had for his Father is so important, and even he had prayers unanswered. He right. wanted the cup removed from him. He was fully human. Think about he was going to see. He saw everything mm -hmm. that was coming, I believe, right? Right, so right, right. think about that, the brutality of what he saw, oh. the pain, and, you know, sitting on the cross for six hours after all that brutality that should have had him perish during the brutality. Exactly that he, that he right. Experienced. And you know what? So I, I think about that. I think about the Lazarus. I think about Moses. Get, you know, saying, I want to get into the prop. There's so many things in the Bible where you see that God, you know, he doesn't just answer every prayer from everybody. No. Even his son, he had a much bigger plan. That's the thing. Yeah. We pray. Here's right. what it says here. Right. Now, this is the confidence that we have in him. Mm -hmm. If we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. And if we know that he hears us, whatever we ask, we know that we have right. the petition that we have asked. Yep. So he's saying, we ask according to his will, and that's what Jesus was doing at Gethsemane. Yes. He's saying, uh, here's what I would like, but here, nevertheless, your will be done. Yes. And that this is a good prayer to pray, yep. because you're trusting in God, but you also have like this assurance. I believe, for example, if you're praying for somebody that's lost, somebody that's a sinner outside the faith, mm -hmm. you know you're in God's will, because the Bible says God is not willing that any should come to re yeah. that any should perish, but that all may come to repentance. God is willing that we as parents pray for our children, mm -hmm. that we raise them up in the fear. And God, God wants us to, to have a income and a roof over our head and daily bread. And, mm -hmm. But He also wants us to be very influential. Yes. So we pray, Lord, uh, use me today. Use me. You know, bring people into my life that I can share the gospel with. Yeah. So we see these promises. So we touched on why is prayer answered. Number mm -hmm. one, first out of the gate, mm -hmm. we don't ask. Yeah. Number two, iniquities, known sin, continual sin separates us. Number number three, broken relationships. Heal the relationships mm -hmm. with others so that we can now or or, or pray for them mm -hmm. and and forgive them because John. Uh, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but some relationships you can't fix physically. Oh, right. Like the person will not even accept you into their house. 
and will not move forward. Yeah, I so, agree. So you can still forgive them, right? You've done your part. Yeah, you can for, yeah. you've done everything you can. Or you can pray for them. You say, Lord, I don't yeah. want even in my heart, I don't have no ill will to this person. Right. And I look for opportunity if they, yeah. we, you know, they could, we could heal this. Right. So that's, mm -hmm. the other thing is faith. If, if we doubt, oh, yeah. it says here, um, but let him ask in faith, this is a prayer, without doubting. For he who doubts is like a wave of the sea driven to and fro. Mm -hmm. For let not that man suppose that he will receive anything from the Lord. For a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. So we want to be firm. Uh, this is why we have to be in the Word of God uh, on a regular basis, because that will give us strength. And, and we, we will doubt less and less, because faith drives doubts out. Yeah, and, and faith is, is also important. Because doesn't it allow the Lord to enter into our, our souls through prayer so that he can intercede in our yeah, everyday yeah. lives? Yeah. So it, it is really important. That's Even when you look at Jesus, right? He fully trusted the Father. Man, I would, that's really what we want to emulate. Yeah, right. Think right. about that, how much he trusted him, and he had faith that his Father was going to do what he needed to do, and he would take care of him. Yeah, right, right. So it's so important. but. So it really is. There's several things moving here all together. It's a lot. I yeah. mean, it's, the key is, is the relationship, yeah. and the key is um, yeah. these things, why prayers aren't answered. We've been looking mm -hmm. at why prayers aren't answered. Uh, and some people simply don't don't reach out in faith. You yeah. know, they might, they might say now they believe, and then 10 minutes later they don't believe, and now they do believe, and they don't believe. Usually that means they're not grounded in the right. Word, or they're not in fellowship. The more you're in fellowship with others the more your faith is strengthened. And that's why um, mm -hmm. the Bible says, let the redeemed of the Lord say so, mm -hmm. or we have testimonies, because a, t a person's testimony of how they saw a prayer answered encouraged somebody that's going through something yeah. where they haven't seen a prayer answered. Um, what, what I like is it says here in James, it says, um, number one, uh, okay. You're in James it, 1? Uh, James chapter 5. Oh, it okay. says, uh -huh. Is anyone among you sick? Let him call for the elders of the church. Let them pray over him, anointing him with oil. The prayer of faith will save the sick, and the Lord will raise him up. Um, then it says, confess your trespasses one to another. Here's this idea of getting rid of sin. Pray for one another that you might be healed. The effective, fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. Notice it says the effective, fervent, not a one-off kind of prayer, mm -hmm. but a regular this is mm -hmm. a prayer warrior kind of thing. Effective, fervent prayer, and a righteous man, mm -hmm. not a sinner that, that yeah. just calls out on God when he, you know, in a yeah. real jam. Um, but he says Elijah was a man with a nature like you and me, and he prayed earnestly that it would not rain. It did not rain on the land for three years and six months. He prayed again, and the heaven gave rain. Yeah. So he's saying this idea of. Um, you know, be a righteous, try mm -hmm. to live a holy, righteous life, and then pray always, Yeah. both privately and then uh, with groups of people. You know, yes. and, uh, right. it's both powerful. And, and, and we do both, don't we, John? Yeah, and that's a very important very thing. It's very effective. You and I pray together a lot when, when we're doing the show weekly. You know, Proverbs 3, 5, again, this is hard. Uh, Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Do not lean on your own understanding. When we get no for an answer, we must trust that whatever we asked for was not his will. Again, we're beating a dead horse there, but it's so important to remember that. And again, I go back to Jesus in Gethsemane. Um, so, and that's the Son of God. 
Hearing yeah. now. Hearing what, now. Yeah. yeah, what's going on is yeah. we, we're we praying as much as we know it's will, mm-hmm. God's will, but there's I, my friend who always says it's like a traffic light. You get yellow, you get green, yellow, red. Yeah. Green means, you, okay, you see the answer prayer, you might see it right away. Red is no, but it might not be the time or the will of God. Like the thorn in the flesh with Paul. He was no, uh, not going to get healed for whatever reason. And then yellow is, is timing. It could be a timing issue. Mm-hmm. For example, it says about John the Baptist's father, mm-hmm. uh, he was in the temple praying. Him and his wife prayed for a long time mm-hmm. that they would have a son. And finally it came when they were beyond childbearing. But it was a miracle, and that would be John the Baptist. But it says he was praying for a long time. Yeah. And he, he thought, well, I guess I'm not going to see the answer to this prayer. But God hears and answers prayer. It's well recorded that there's not a prayer that God doesn't hear because yeah. He's omnipresent, He's omniscient. So, but when we the key, one of the keys here, David, is cultivating a life of prayer, yes. and then you, and that's on each one of us to take the time. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll give you an example. This TV is convivial. <laughs> Yeah. The older I get, the you know, yeah. TV is just, it, it robs yeah. us of too much time. It does. Where God may want us to be in private. And, and I find, too, number one, if you kneel down, mm-hmm. you're in an attitude of prayer. Although mm-hmm. sometimes it's more comfortable to sit down. Don't get me wrong. You oh, can, yeah, yeah. It, David even says, I lay upon my bed and call upon the Lord. So there's mm-hmm. posture, doesn't mean. The other thing, if you make notes of things you're praying for. Right. Uh, when we lived overseas in Thailand with yeah. our, our little children, our children were small then. We used to gather as a family, and we would literally write down prayer requests. Do we stay healthy? We'd like to be able to get a motorcycle. We want to see a scholarship for our children if they could get some help going to universities when they get older. We pray all these really basic prayers, you know. And yeah. we, we find these old notebooks now because of uh, we're going yeah. through a lot of stuff. And you see these prayers. I'm not going to yeah. say 100% were answered, but a lot of them were answered, yes. man. There's a funny story. It's told that in England, they had this Hyde Park where you could go on a soapbox. And no matter what, you could speak to the people about anything, right. philosophy, this, yeah. that, political cause. And this old-time preacher got up there and was sharing the gospel and about prayer. And this atheist come up to him and he says, Oh, you Christians, when you pray and you see an answer prayer, that's just a coincidence. <laughs> and the old preacher says, All I know is the more I pray, the more coincidences <laughs> I see. <laughs> But it's true. That. Yeah. Am I right? Yes. You, you are you are absolutely correct. I pray. You yeah. know, I mean, you've been up to our mission organization oh in Philadelphia. Oh, I mean boy. that's that they, that's know? a castle <laughs> up there in the in the revolutionary area. That's mm-hmm. a very beautiful area. We got that through yeah. prayer back in nineteen fifty two. Uh God blessed and but these people prayed, 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 and God I think, here's my opinion, I think God delights to answer prayer. I really I do. do. Yeah. I, I think he delights yeah. to answer the prayer of his children the same way a father likes to surprise his child. You know, when a, 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 a child says, man, i really like to get a baseball glove. I really got, wherever you go then as a father, you're always thinking, I wonder where I could get him and just surprise him with that baseball glove. Am yeah. I right? Just yes, do whatever. absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I, I, I like this quote too from an author, Samuel Chadwick. Uh, where he says, don't let fear paralyze you from prayer. Uh, The one concern of the devil is to keep Christians from praying. He fears nothing from prayer, less studies, prayer, less work, and and prayer, less religion. He laughs at our toil, mocks our wisdom, but he trembles when we pray. 
Uh, yeah, that because prayer is so powerful. Yeah. You know, yeah. um, here's what it says. It says, um, be anxious for nothing. This is in Philippians chapter 4. But in everything by prayer and supplication. In other words, yeah. everything yeah. with thanksgiving. Now, here's another thing about prayer. Uh, could hinder it if we're not thankful. Uh-huh. See, uh, many of us can can really persevere and see a really answer to prayer. It might be about work, it might be about a child, it might be about an illness, and we see an answer to prayer. Yes. And what happens? We forget about it. Yeah. We forget to thank God. Remember, Jesus healed the ten lepers. How many came back to thank him? One. That's ten percent returned. He goes, "Where's the others?" But might we're forgetful, but we should always be thanking God. I mean, we're sitting here. We didn't come in in a wheelchair. We got the right. Bible in our own language. Right. We got it. Yeah, all of these things we take for granted, you know. And we're and we're we're, and, and we're forgiving people, David. <laughs> yeah, you know, right. we, we, you know, we God's are. give us a purpose for life. So He says here, yeah. um, let all your prayer be with thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Let your request be known to God. Mm-hmm. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, yes. will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Amen. So here he's saying, let your requests be known to God. That's why I think it's good sometimes to write them down in a journal yes. or something. Yeah, and put a, for a while. yeah uh-huh. put a date by it. Yeah, uh, put a date by it. It's just a reminder, but it's also, it's a recording. Like, you know, here, here's what happened. And I really think as we become more and more engaged in our, everything is topsy-turvy in the world today. I think people are seeking people that get answers to prayer. Yes. I just believe that. And they'll come to you and say, yes. hey, we're going through this. We just saw a breakthrough the other day in this amazing thing. And uh, there was a prayer request, and it was just very visible how the answer came. But we see this time and time again. And that's why it's so important that we share that testimony. Yes. We share that with other people mm-hmm. because other people need encouragement. We need they encouragement do. They do. to say, well, here's what happened to me. You know how I came to Christ, or how I saw a breakthrough, or how I saw I got this creative idea for my business, or how a door opened for my son to get into college we mm-hmm. never thought he'd go to. All of these mm-hmm. kinds of things, as well as the gospel going into the city or in another country, or you know, it's it's a, it's I don't want to use the word fun, but it's like it's really neat to be it part is. of God's plan, yeah, and to exercise prayer. Yeah, James five sixteen says the heartfelt. And persistent prayer of a righteous man, believer, is able to accomplish much. Much, yeah. 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 And again, uh, Jesus even says, he says this in Matthew chapter 6 regarding prayer. And this is a comforting thought, but he says, uh, let me go there. Matthew chapter 6 verse 8 says this. He says, um, Therefore, do not be like the heathen. For your, they keep repeating the uh-huh. same prayer. For right. your father knows the things you have need of before you ask him. Yeah. He knows, that, but he wants that, us to ask yes, him. Yes, he does. Yeah. You see, that's a very interesting thing. He says in mm-hmm. Luke something very interesting. Yeah. He says, you being evil know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more so your heavenly father will give good gifts mm-hmm. to you if you ask him. The greatest gift, it says, is the gift of the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. But he calls us evil fathers. Yeah. I like that. It's not exactly a Father's Day gift yeah. card. Yeah. But it says, you yeah. being evil, not to give good gifts to your children, how much more, more so, so does your Heavenly Father? Amen. And again, as yeah. earthly fathers, like yeah. I said, even if our kids wanted a, 
anything that's not dangerous, we kind of think, oh man, he really wanted this electronic kit or he's really hoping to get this skateboard. I'm just going to put it in the back of my head. I'm going to see if I see something next week. You want to get it for him and it's always in your head. You know, this really kind of an interesting thing, you know. Then you give it to them and you have the joy of them receiving it from you. Yeah. And prayer, answered prayer strengthens faith. Yes, it, it just does. does. Now, we shouldn't be just always looking for miracles or something, but we have to believe that answered prayer strengthens faith and we live in a world now that uh, we just have to see these things going on right you know and that's yeah. why as we start to wrap up we only have a couple of minutes to go yeah. here i want to share uh and i want to read something too before you read we, it for oh, oh, david okay so um yeah th there's this little uh, short story it talks about when your your hut is on fire have you heard this john no the only survivor of a shipwreck was washed up on a small uninhabited island he prayed feverishly for God to rescue him. Every day he scanned the horizon for help, but none seemed forthcoming. Exhausted, he eventually managed to build a little hut out of driftwood to store his few possessions and protect himself from the elements. One day after scavenging for food, he arrived home to find his little hut in flames with smoke rolling up to the sky. He felt the worst had happened and everything was lost. He was stunned with disbelief, grief, and anger. He cried out to God, God, how could you do this to me? Early the next day, he was awakened by the sound of a ship approaching the island. It had come to rescue him. How did you know I was here? Asked the weary man of his rescuers. We saw your smoke sig signal, they replied. <laughs> wow, that's good. The moral of the story, it is easy to get discouraged when things are going bad, but we should not lose heart because God is at work in our lives, even in the midst of our pain and suffering. Remember that the next time your hut seems to be burning to the ground, it just may be a smoke signal that summons the grace of God. Romans 8.28 says, God makes all things work together for you. Wow, that's a great story. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to close with this verse. Sure. Our, everybody listening, I take this to Heath. Two verses, John 15, verse 7 and 8. If you abide in me, Jesus says, and my words abide in you, you will ask what you desire, and it shall be done for you. Amen. That's a powerful yes, promise. that sure is. You will ask what you want. And then he says this, by this is my Father glorified. Yeah. So God is glorified when we ask him and see yeah. answers to prayer. Right. So if you're listening out there today, again, maybe you haven't made this commitment to Jesus Christ. This Easter season is the perfect time. Mm -hmm. You want to be a child of God. You want to enter into these promises that he's promised this inheritance, these gifts, these blessings he wants to give to his children. And again, all that it means is you're willing to acknowledge you're a sinner, uh, turn from sin, that is to say repent, and just receive him yes. into your heart. Yep. And uh, go to a church. This, this Again, this is Easter is coming up. Mm -hmm. What a perfect time. Oh, boy. Is because it? of the resurrection of yeah. Jesus Christ. He wants to give you new life, as he gave to David, as he gave to yes. me. And I never looked back. I mm. never doubted again. That was 50 years ago. And so uh, and I'm just going to pray for you as mm. we close this, uh, all of us listening. Uh, Heavenly Father, we just thank you for this beautiful day. Thank you for each of our listeners that are listening. Bless them in a special way as we go into this spring season and Easter just around the corner. And I pray specifically for those that don't yet know you, Jesus, don't have a relationship with their Heavenly Father through Jesus and the blood that Jesus shed on the cross. I pray that they could just say the simple prayer that acknowledge that, Lord, I'm a sinner in need of a Savior. 
please forgive me. I want to turn from my sin and my past life, and I want to live a brand new life through Jesus Christ. By faith, I receive him now. Thank you for the gift of your Holy Spirit. You say that the steps of a righteous man are ordered by the Lord. Direct my steps into good fellowship, into a good church where I can grow in my faith. I thank you for all of these things. For your glory, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thanks, John. God bless you, Dave. Take care, everybody.